The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to the Big Scottish Football Podcast. This is episode 75. I'm Stephen Mill. Hope your weekend has been decent. It's Monday morning as we record here, GMT, since you had a wee hissy fit about that last week. And I'm joined by, I don't know if it's you and Cameron, or it's some sort of shite Tom Cruise impersonator. What's going on here? Then? Hold on. Yes, I am you and Cameron. I am the co-host of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. And I have my sunglasses on and I have... A, We're a, indoors, Ewan. Yeah, no, but I'm going to explain why who I'm wearing... Who do you think you are? I, can I explain? Tayo Cruz. For people who are listening on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer and any other podcast providers, providers out yeah. there. Um, so they know. So I am wearing the sunglasses and I am wearing a green jacket. Now, if you're familiar with the movie Taxi Driver, right. I'm looking a wee bit like Al Pacino. Oh, sorry, no, Al Pacino. Uh, Robert De Niro. Robert De Niro. Right, I'm looking a wee bit right. like Robert De Niro. Same kind of jacket and sunglasses. And the reason that I've kept this on to start the podcast is because this morning after I'd finished the breakfast show on Great Sits Radio, I went for a walk and got myself a cup of coffee. And because it was really sunny outside, I just put the sunglasses on. Yeah. And when I came back to the office to record the podcast, producer John says, oh, look at you looking like Robert De Niro from Taxi Driver. Right. So that's why I am just, that's why I'm continuing to wear this so that I can do my impersonation of Robert De Niro. I think you're more Tom Cruise. If the Cruise was the Costa Concordia, that's what I would say. <laughs> Take them off. Yeah, I'm going to. But I'm, can I do? Uh, my, can I do my Robert De Niro kind of taxi driver impersonation? Because yeah, listen, I'm not okay. blowing smoke up your ass, but you're very good at impersonation. So I would well, like to try and impress you with my impersonation. Right, go for it then. You ready for this producer? This Robert De Niro from Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver, right? You know that bit when he's looking in the mirror. Yeah. Right, and he's pointing. Yeah. Right, I'm going to do that bit. I mean, it's iconic. Right, look down the camera, you and. I'm looking down the camera. Here we go. <clears throat> Are you looking at me? Huh? Are you looking at me? Huh? Ewan, it's are you talking to me, not are you looking Famously, at me? Famously, it's are you talking to me? All right. I mean... Can we edit that bit out? Absolutely not. I <laughs> <laughs> man. You're right, it's are you talking... What is that line again? Are you talking to me? Why did I say you're looking at me? Because you're an absolute spoonhead. Right, right. Forget that happened, right? Let's rewind that. <laughs> right. John, ask me to look down the camera again. Look down the camera, Ewan. Okay, I expect that last bit to be edited. Yeah, yeah, that'll be edited out, yep. <laughs> Thanks, mate. What was that? You talking to me. Okay. Is the camera on me? Yes. Okay. Robert De Niro, taxi driver, iconic scene. Scorsese is the director. Right, we get that. And this is his big right. break in the movie, and this yep. is the moment that he's got. Remember, I don't have a Mohican, so right. imagine me with a Mohican. Right. Go, just do it. <clears throat> Are you talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> I heard you giggle there. Why did you giggle? You're putting me off. This is just, just, just do it. Get it done. Get it done. Get it done. <laughs> Why are you? You're. No, I'm not. Just do the. Right, okay, okay. Right, here we go. Robert De Niro, taxi driver. He's looking in the mirror. Looking like this. Uh, are you talking to me? <laughs> Christ, man. I've I've made some terrible choices in my life. <laughs> and every single week when we start this podcast, I think this is a terrible choice. And I think this is probably the worst. The worst. This is worse than the film reviews. Which are, by the way, pissing people off. It's, you're basically, you're spoiling films for people now. And now, now, now you're spoiling their podcast. 
So can we just move on? Can, can you play my movie music, by the way? No, no, don't play the movie no, music. No, 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 just no, that's done. no, 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 just, for, just play it, mate. Just go and play that movie music for me. <laughs> Thanks. Right, so that was my impersonation of Taxi Driver, which is an iconic movie from the 1970s, starring Robert De Niro and directed by Martin Scorsese. Are you talking to me? Um... But I've got no movie review this week, by the way. Thank God. Right? And the reason is because I didn't watch a movie, uh, or a recent movie, but what I did watch was a classic, Basic Instinct. I watched that. Right. Starring Michael Douglas and Sharon Stone. Great movie. Cool. Do you want me to act out the iconic scene no, from there? No, I don't. <laughs> did uh, did you don't. pause it, you? Did you pause it? That's no, the big question. Of course you did. I did not. Right. Just take your glasses off and put your other glasses on. Can I put my heart skier on? Oh, you got that on as well. Yeah, hold on a wee sec. I'm going to change because this jacket's boiling, by the way. I've got my wee white wheelie jumper on. Right, I'm going to go and put my heart skier on. What else do we need to talk about? Uh, The football. It's the big Scottish football podcast. Thankfully, there was no rugby for you to mention at the weekend, which is good. After that sort of attempt last week. What a day for hearts. You putting your heart stop over your jumper. Yeah, because I can't be taking my jumper off. Right, okay. See what I do, honestly. People ask me, what, how, what is working you with you this. and Cameron like? And <laughs> sometimes I stick up for them. Sometimes. And you should stick up for me all the time, mate. We're, we're, I say we're, sometimes. We're like Morecambe and Wise. We're like Ant and Deck. We're the Ant and Deck of Scottish football. Right, okay. Ant and Dick, maybe. Oh, look, I look great. I've got the new hearts top on, the, the 150th anniversary top. I've got my heart scarf on and my hearts hat. So, yeah, I'm ready now. Now that we've done Here's the something stuff. for you. Go on. Hearts, along with Inter Milan, are the most informed team in Europe. Is that true? That is true. I've not heard that one. They've taken 28 points out of a possible 30, the same as Inter Milan. Rangers have only taken 27 out of a possible 30. So we've actually got, we've accumulated more points in Rangers in recent games. Well, in the last 10 games, yeah. That's amazing, so, isn't it? There you are, Hearts. And, I, and, to, and to think you'd have wanted Stephen Naismith sacked mm. at some point during that run, probably, right. as I'm, well. I'm sure we'll get to that in just a wee second when we get through the games from the weekend. Was there anything else out the weekend? You get up to anything else? Watching oh, anything? do you know what I did at the weekend? Right. I'm really into this just now, cooking. Right. I've got, into I, cooking. I, I'm into cooking. And I made a, 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 a chicken shawarma. Right, okay. At the yep. weekend, and I'd like gherkins and pickles and chilies and uh, garlic sauce. So mm-hmm. what you do is you get um, some... I'm familiar with a shawarma, and I think everyone else is. You don't need to explain. And a pit of bread. And a pit of bread, yep, I know. So, but you have to marinate the chicken yep. in like tomato puree, garlic and ginger. Did you marinate the chicken or did you marinate the chicken? I marinated it. What, what do you mean? Is this, it, well, it's marinating, isn't it? Well, do you not marinate with a marinade? <sighs> Do you not make you're, a marinade? You're, you're you confusing me now. Well, no, it's it's very straightforward. Do you not marinate the chicken in a marinade, or a marinate the chicken in the marinade? I made my own marinade. Did you make a marinade, or did you make a marinade <laughs> to marinate the chicken? <laughs> I did what you said. Right. Okay. So, which was, and then I put it in the fridge for six hours. So you made a marinade for the chicken to marinate the chicken. Yeah, that. And then I put it in the fridge for six hours. Right, okay. And then I removed it from the fridge and then I fried it up for a bit. Okay. And then I still had some of the... Marinade. Left over. Yeah. And then brought it out of the pan. I then put some of the... Marinade. Back onto the chicken and then I stuck it under the oven. Right, Put okay. it crisp up in that. And so then... the chicken 
and then I, and I heated up my pit of bread. Now you what, marinated the chicken in the marinade. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh-huh. And then I heated up my pit of bread. Now it's really important you heat up your pit of bread, but you can't heat up too long because then you, it goes crispy. Goes crispy and it falls yeah. to bits. So I would only say a minute to tw- a minute twenty seconds. And did you put any of the marinade on the? Correct. Yes, I, I used like a butter right in between okay. the pocket of the pit of bread, and then I filled it. So with... wait, now did that was that where the raw chicken was sitting? No, 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 no. You no. I had two separate bowls. I, I didn't serve up a marinade with bits of raw chicken in it. Right, but you just said the marinade that you made uh-huh. that you used I'd, to I'd, marinate I'd, the chicken. I'd load, I poured some on and kept some back to the side. You kept some back to the side, but that stuff you kept back at the side would have had the raw chicken in it. No, no. Well, no. I no, would have. I wouldn't be sat here if I'd eaten raw chicken. I, I know what I'm doing. I didn't say you'd eaten raw chicken, but what I'd say is if you made a marinade yeah. to marinate the chicken, yeah. And then you use some for like putting on top of the chicken, then into the oven. Yeah, like that's fine. And then you said you kept some back, but the stuff that you kept back had raw chicken in it. No, it was a, a two separate bowls. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'd made a brilliant chicken shawarma, and you've right. confused me between marinade and marinade. I don't know; they're both the same thing to me. But it was no, you make a marinade. Do you know what I might marinate. do? Do you know what I might do? Actually, we might actually start a new feature on the show. You and Cooks. And then I'll give you some recipes um, each week here in the podcast. Can we talk about football? Did you watch any football at the weekend? I watched all the football at the weekend. All the football? All the football I watched at the weekend. They even right. watched some of the highlights that were on Twitter from like the, the League One and the Championship and all okay, that stuff. Okay, nice one. And the reason that I'm now really much um, involved and why I'm being a bit more... Um, That's because you're shy at the quiz. Well, I'm, I'm basically researching yeah. um, all of Scottish football because I need to get better at the quiz. So yeah. I, I know everything about the weekend. Mm. I've done all my research, so fingers crossed today's the day where I get a victory under my belt. Well, thank you very much for all your correspondence, especially when it came to you and eating in the bath last week. Eh? It dominated all of our comments. Remember, you can leave your comments on anything, whether it's to do with marinating or marinating. Um, it's on YouTube. You can leave your comments there. If it's to do with the football as well, we encourage that. Um, Scrambros, uh, 9444. Eating in the bath is as bad as going to the pub and getting a cup of tea. It's mutant behaviour. Eat your scran in the living room, Aquaman. Um, Ryan King, 4470, says, The images that went through my head when Ewan started describing hot water creeping its way up his body to his chin, it doubled my PTSD. No, no, there's more, there's more, there's more, there's more. Bob, eating in the bath equals absolute serial killer (laughs) behaviour. Glass Gordon. I spent many a Saturday afternoon in the bath listening to Beat 106 with a four with a four four two beer and crisp back in the day before a night out. Even figured out the side handles were prime for holding the bag of McCoys and balancing a can of San Miguel. Good lad. So that that's uh, Glass Gordy. Mikey eighty five. I'm a one hundred percenter and also the person to answer the first Scottish football's hardest question. Congratulations, Mikey. But I'm with Brian here. Stop that weirdo who eats crisps and sausage rolls in the bath, ruining films and TV shows, or the one star reviews will come out. Keep up the good work, lads. Stevie says, "Sorry, you and eating in the bath is deviant behaviour. Have a word with yourself." What? A- and Andy Taker says, Yuna said a lot of weird things, but I think his comments about the temperature of his bath is the weirdest thing he's ever said. Who wants anything other than a hot slash warm bath? All right, okay, if you think that's weird, can I just can I just cover some of the points that were made there about the bath and about Stephen, the hot water? Who on earth eats crisp in the bath? Stephen, every week I think I he can't say anything worse than the week before, yet here we are again. 
Well, I think you fight. You, it's the straw that's broke the camel's no, back. No, it's not because these people haven't tried it. There's nothing wrong with Nadia it. Nadia Venture. No, it's not acceptable to eat in the bath. Jesus, like eating whilst on the toilet. It's okay to only drink in the bath. <laughs> Who's going to eat or drink sitting on the toilet? That's just that's weird behaviour. But sitting in a bath isn't weird. It is right, odd. I'm going to ask. I'm going to set people a challenge this week. Right. Right. If you happen to have a bath in your house, now a lot of people don't have a bath now because it's very much in vogue just to have a shower. Mm -hmm. And people have those like wet rooms. What do you mean in vogue? <laughs> would you, would, well, no, sometimes. Like it's not the fucking 1800s, you <laughs> Like showers have been around for quite a long no, time. No, what I mean. No, 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 but well, okay, yes, right. right let, let, let me explain myself. When showers became popular, you had to step into a bath to have a shower. Right. Right. That was quite the thing. If you could get a shower, you'd have to have it in the bath. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think that's that's extremely common to right. have no, it, a bath. It, no, no, no. That, that, but that, with a shower yeah, on Yeah, but nowadays, what I'm saying is in 2024, a lot of people now don't have a bath and they'd rather just have a... a standalone shower. Standalone shower. So the days of the bath are, are, are not as popular as they once were. Mm. Because back in the day... The shower was seen as a luxury because you'd have to get new plumbing, new pipes, and it would cost a Back in the day! <laughs> June! What are we talking It's not... It's not the interwar right, period. You're making it sound worse than it is, right? No, but showers have been commonplace for, I would say, probably Stephen, about I, 50 years. Stephen, like, I know we need to get to the football, right? And we will. But see when I was a wee boy... What used to happen, you'd have a, a you, cold... You're in your 50s, mate. Wait, wait a second, let me explain. It wasn't this long ago that people were having... It's 40 had, odd years no, ago, no, that's Stephen, a long time Stephen, ago. I'm, listen, in the last 20 years or something, people had a cold and hot tap, right? See, nowadays you get a single spout. But back in the day, you'd have two taps. I remember. Right, so you'd have two taps yes. in the bath. You'd have a hot tap and a cold tap. But you speaking would as through, if... Like, they would go through the one spout, and you'd have to try and gauge the, the temperature of the water that would be flowing through the spout. What used to happen? No, you used to have two. You used to have two spouts back in the day. You'd have a cold tap and a hot tap. We've established and, right? that. We've and, established and the spout you, situation. And, right, okay, the spout situation. So you'd put, you'd put a pipe... Right into the hot tap, and you put another pipe into the cold tap, and then the two bits of the, the hot water and the cold water would go through the pipe, and they'd meet up in the middle, and then they'd come through one single long hose, and then you'd stand and shower yourself. That was what showers were like. And why you like? It's true because you'd have to gauge it, hold it all over your hand, and when you got it, and then you'd hold the pipe up, and that's how you used to have a shower back in the day. My, my my point is this, Stephen. If you've still got a bath, I want to set you as a challenge. I want you to run a bath. I want you to get in the bath, and I want you to sit there and still it start until it starts to get chilly. When the bath starts to get tepid, warm, and you're feeling a wee chill come on, you start to shake a wee bit from the cold. Then run the tap, the hot water tap, and then you'll feel that hot water feeling come up over your body, and it's the best feeling ever. I'll give you another example of where this works. I used to do this. I used to, lie, I used to go to my bed when I was a single guy before I got married. I used to lie on top of the duvet cover, right, and just my pyjamas or a T-shirt and just some boxer shorts, and then wake up in the middle of the night cold, right, feeling a bit chilly. And then you get under the duvet 
and the heat and the warmth under that duvet, it's that sensation of cold and hot. There's nothing better than that sensation, that feeling of feeling a wee bit cold and chilly and you get in under the duvet. It's a great feeling. So do that with the bath, get in it, let it go cold while you're sitting in it and then run the hot water tap and tell me that's not a great feeling. Loads and loads of feedback about the quiz last week as well. Sean says, you can't cancel the quiz. Ewan's meltdowns are the highlight of my week. Mama. Matthew says, not what I expect a man like Ewan to be considerate, but his humming and clicking of pens during the quiz was an absolute sensory nightmare. <laughs> Almost had to switch off, but glad I stayed on for the nuclear meltdown. Uh, Glass Gordy again, maybe if Ewan spent less time watching weird movies, you could study for the quiz. Well, I've done that. Which is what you did over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, Derek says, after Ewan's latest outburst on the quiz, I think it's time to give Stephen the Roger Hanna treatment and start on minus one. For those of you who don't listen to Clyde One Super Scoreboard, I know the majority of you will. Um, Roger Hanna, when they do beat the pundits, starts on minus one because he's too good. Basically. Oh, that's a great shout. Let's be honest, it's not even a competition anymore. A minus one would mean Stephen might have to go top bins to draw if, God forbid, Ewan got five right. Uh, we Scottish guy, what a meltdown at the quiz. I know more about football than Ewan. You might get someone else, don't know what that says. Uh, Blake says, surely for the quiz, Stephen should start on minus one. It would stop Ewan greeting. Also, Ewan, stop spoiling movies and TV shows, for fuck's sake. Uh, joke says, change the quiz to the fastest buzzer type. If you buzz and it's wrong... Uh, Ewan needs to remove an item of clothing until he shows himself as the big hairy woman we know he is. <laughs> I know for a fact that Ewan is not a hairy man. Uh, Kay McLeod says Ewan is one quiz loss away from smashing up the studio <laughs> and taking producer John hostage. <laughs> On the TV and film recommendations as well, uh, Papatch's pen. Please keep the movie TV section on the podcast. The wife and I have watched... Uh, I watched No Hard Feelings at the weekend and it was a good laugh. Would never have watched this without Ewan's review. Love the pod. Keep the recommendations going. There you go. Caldo says, 100% with Stephen on True Detective. Pish and only watching it now out of curiosity to see what the fuck is actually happening. Also, Ewan, please stick to football. I don't think anyone's ever said that. And the goalkeeper never saw it's got to get a grieve. Uh, I don't know what that says. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Kenny says, thanks, Ewan. I've not seen the last Daniel Craig Bond movie. Thanks for spoiling it for me. I told you that's me, 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 me. I am telling you right now, unless you've been living on a rock or you're an alien, everybody knows that Daniel Craig dies at the end of the last Bond movie. They, they do don't. know. Well, they do now if they're listening to this. George Robertson says, uh, Ewan, get on adventures with purpose. It's a sonar dive team looking for missing people in cars and water. Oh. It's incredibly sad. Cold cases from 30 years. Finding bodies still in cars will bring a tear to the eye. Um, What's and- it called? It's called uh, Adventures with Purpose. I need to see that. That's a good recommendation. Cheers, bud, because I'm really into the true crime stuff and all that. And we've got another excellent review in. Uh, Mickey Dem says, I didn't know I was a machinist. Is it... Is it- Oh, no, uh, 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 not, uh, no, what's it? Uh, I'm a, my, my, John, you know. John. You're, you're into this. John. Masochist. 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 Yes. Yeah, exactly. A masochist. I knew you were into it. Um, I didn't know I was a masochist until I started watching this show. Sometimes I test myself and see if I can get through a Ewan Cameron monologue without hitting fast forward. I picture it as the equivalent of the scene in James Bond, the bad guy, the chair and the rope. Anyway, see you next week, guys. <laughs> Remember, you can leave your comments at Big Football Scott. That is our Twitter feed. And uh, you can also leave your comments on YouTube as well. They get right through to us, good or bad. And obviously, we always say this, please leave us a big, fat, juicy five stars. If you're leaving a review on Spotify and all the rest as well, it really does help us. So thank you very much indeed. Right, shall we actually get on to the football? Let's do it, my man. 
Okay, okay. We'll start in the Premiership. Uh, we'll start. Uh, we'll go in reverse order. Uh, the game yesterday, St Johnston nil, Rangers three. Fairly comfortable win comfortable. for Rangers in the end. Cracking goal uh, from Diamande to open the scoring. Then a couple of James Tavernier penalties. Twenty-two wins from twenty-six games under Philippe Clement. Nine wins out of nine in all competitions so far this uh, year in 2024. Uh, Craig Levine's St. Johnson side remained 10th and uh, they didn't really put up much of a resistance nah. yesterday at all. The only thing I've got to say about yesterday's game, <clears throat> Craig Levine, dry your eyes. We'll get on to the VR stuff. Dry that. your we'll, eyes. We'll, we'll get on to that. The, I'm sorry. Time. I mean, Craig Levine's a heart's legend he's a hero of mine but he embarrassed himself yesterday with these after match comments dry your eyes mate you would have one shot on target you turned up to to steal a point at home on a pishy pitch sharp i know they've been better with one of those lovely plastic but yeah rangers top of the league i thought diamandi was rangers best player yesterday i don't think it was a great game i've said it all along i think you were saying it just few weeks back you and your pal were talking about how both Celtic and Rangers are buying average and they are they're, they're nothing great and this league title could go either way and I'm going to get to it very soon but when we get to Hearts Hearts really should be in a title race as well we'll, but get, we'll get to that, to that. In a second. we've got a lot to dig you up about because you said this title race is going to the wire which actually um, doesn't oh, don't you dare bring that up doesn't quite correspond shut up no 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 you're going to annoy me now no I'm not going to annoy you because you're going to read out a tweet that I put in September aren't you the 30th of September Ewan Cameron congratulations to Celtic on winning the Scottish Premiership title in September it's over it's done the battle for second and the top six is the big story for the rest of the season. So there was you on the 30th of September 2023 yeah. saying that Celtic had won the title. But, you know, I'm looking at the table just now and I'm not an expert, right? And I'm not claiming to be an expert. We don't claim to be experts in this show. But Celtic won the title in September. But I'm looking at the table and it's Rangers who are top of the league. They're top of the league by two points, having played the same games as Celtic. So Rangers have got 64 points and Celtic have got 62 points. Now, I'm not saying that that's Rangers won the league because it's absolutely not. I'm sure Rangers fans would be horrified if I sat here and said that that's Rangers won the league because they're only two points clear and they've still got a couple of games against Celtic to go. Lots of things can happen, of course. But what I would say for definite is that Celtic definitely not won the league. Right, okay. Like you said right, in September. Right, Joe, just right. What do you want me to say, right? What do you want me to say? What I do you want me to say? I, I Why are you even bringing that up? Well, because it's just pissing me off. Because Rangers are now top of the league. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop tweeting. I can't tweet anything. Thank, thank no, the Lord. No, I can't. I can't. I can't tweet anything without it coming back to bite me in the ass. Well, stop now, saying stupid no, things. No, no, but it's, it's okay. But I, I, I retweeted that tweet yesterday so that I would be ahead of the game. Right. Okay. Right. So I took a lot of stick yesterday on Twitter. There's no need for you to bring that up. Where he discussed the weekend's football. Yeah, but I there's think there's no it, need for th you to read that tweet out. I think it's relevant the fact that you said Celtic have won the league in September and now they're in second. Right. They're two points behind Rangers. Yeah, they are. Okay. So I got it wrong. Because they drew on Saturday yeah, right, against Kilmarnock. Right, I got it wrong. So they dropped points and Rangers won yes. again yesterday. Uh -huh. And Rangers went and top. that means Rangers went top of the yeah. league. Right. So I got it wrong. Is that, you want me just to say that that I've got it wrong? Yeah. Celtic didn't win the league in September. They didn't win the league in and September. They still could win the league, but they could I, win I, the I, league. I, I got it spectacularly wrong then, yeah. and it will even look even worse at the end of the season should Rangers actually go on and win the league. Yeah. Yes. So, are look, Rangers going to go on and win the league? I, I, I think it's a toss of a coin. 
I genuinely believe it's a toss of a coin. I mean, surely you would have to say on recent form. I mean, Rangers are, you know. It's a toss of a coin because we've still got to play each other twice. And Hearts are going to have a massive say in this league title race because we're going to play Celtic and Rangers in the next few weeks. Let's go into that, actually, oh, then. So you said another thing that was could be considered mental. Um, <laughs> Hearts are third, as I mentioned. They're one of the informed teams uh-huh. in Europe. Yeah. Them and Inter Milan. Um Hearts have got 51 points. I think Hearts only got, what, 53, 54 points the whole of last season? Yeah. Um, I also read something at the weekend. I think it was the journalist, I think it's Auntie Brown, his name is. Um, he was saying that Hearts are on course to get more points than they did the year they finished second. Correct. Um, so we're in for a right so, so not only, season. not only would, if, would none of way, that happen. If, you, if, you, if, you bring you, up you if you bring up something I said to you in private on a WhatsApp message... No. I'm I'm not going to be happy. No, I, you just said it. You literally just said it on the podcast. What? About two minutes ago that Hearts should have been in a title race. Should have been. Should have been. Should have been. We're not, but we should have been. I know what I said on the WhatsApp message saying that we could still... We could still... We could still find ourselves in you're, a... You're 13 points behind Rangers. Right, can, can I just... And you're... And you're right. Can I can I just clarify and qualify? What I would say is Hearts are having a cracking season. Right, okay. Right. Absolutely, Hearts are having okay. a great season. So how many, po- how, how many points are we behind Celtic in second? You are 11 points behind Celtic and you are 14 points in front of Kilmarnock. So you're closer to second than we than are. are to fourth. Okay. The, the reason that I believe that Hearts should be in a title race is because we had such a poor start to the campaign. In our first eight games... In the Scottish Premier League, Hearts dropped 13 points. And I'm going to tell you who we dropped the 13 points to. We drew 0-0 with Kilmarnock at Tynecastle. Kilmarnock drew with Celtic at the weekend. No, no, but at the start of the season, Hearts at home really should be winning that. So it was 0-0. They've just been Rangers as well, Kilmarnock at that point. Then we got beat from Dundee at, um, at Dens. This is all within the first. I remember games, that. Right? I, th- I think you called for Stephen Naismith. Oh, I was, I was, I was gone. To be sacked after that one. Yeah. Right, okay. We then lose at home to Motherwell. You definitely, definitely wanted Stephen Naismith out after that one, and that was on match day four yeah, of the new season. Four, four so there you go. The In the first three games, we've drawn with Kilmarnock, we've lost to Dundee, and we've lost to Motherwell. Right. We then lost to St Mirren. You definitely, definitely wanted Stephen Naismith out after that one as oh, well. Oh, I, I was ready to drive him yeah. anywhere he wanted to go. Yeah, so that's more drop points. And then in the eighth match day of the Premier League season, we drew 2-2 with Hibs when we were 2-0 up. And you wanted Stephen Naismith out after that as well, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, so those five games, we dropped 13 points. Now, when you look at that and those five games, we should be in a title race. If it wasn't for that poor start... Hearts should be either top of the league or second in the league, right? We should be in a title race if it wasn't for such a poor start. And what I'm going so, to say now, what I'm going to say now... So you're going to call for Stephen Naismith to be sacked because you're no, not in the title no, no, race? No, no, he's, he's doing great. What I'm going to say now, and I said this privately in a WhatsApp message to Stephen and producer Jonathan, I'm just going to say it publicly right now, right? And I know I'm going to sound like a kinny jet and I'm going to sound daft, but I think Hearts are in a title race right now. We're in the title race, and I'm going to give you my reasons why. We've got Rangers at Ibrox this weekend. Mm-hmm. We beat them. We beat them. And then a week later, we've got Celtic, and we beat them at Tynecastle. 
we're in a title race. If we can beat Rangers and Celtic in the next couple of weeks, Hearts are very much in a title race because we'll have to play them again. I mean, you you would still be... Stephen, in, Stephen in, I'm telling... In, in the best case scenario, you, you would still be seven points behind Rangers. Doesn't matter. That's, that's gettable because you have to play Celtic and Rangers in the split. I think, because I think that they have it in them to drop points against other teams... And yet, you could argue that Hearts could drop points against them. But we haven't shown that in the last 12 games. We, we haven't shown that in the last 12 it games. It means you're due to drop a three points. So what I'm saying is, and don't be clipping this up, Producer John, to make me sound more daft than it sounds, because it's not. If Hearts, in the next three weeks, can stay unbeaten and beat Rangers at Ibrox and beat Celtic at Tynecastle, Hearts are in the title race. But we have to beat them too. And Rangers fans will be either watching this or listening to this right now, laughing their heads off at me that I even think and believe that Hearts can beat Rangers at Ibrox. But I'm telling you, the form that we're in right now, and do you know what? Because we're 14 clear of Kilmarnock, we can go there and have a go. We can go to Rangers, no fear, no pressure, play our game and have a go. We've got the best striker in Scotland. We've got the player of the year playing for us in Scotland. We've got a brilliant defence. Our best players are back from the Asian Cup, etc., etc. Neuenhoff is flying just now in midfield. Beningami has been outstanding. Forrest is on fire. <laughs> See what I did there, Forrest? Oh, Forrest fires. Yeah. And Shanklin's banging in the goals. Um, Rangers think they might have this league sewn up. I think Hearts have got a brilliant chance of beating them and derailing their title hopes. And then... I am not ruling out Motherwell getting something against Celtic next Sunday. So if we beat Rangers and Motherwell do us a favour on the Sunday, Hearts are in a title race. Because the following weekend we play Celtic at Tynecastle. Rangers are away to come on. Uh, well, no, sorry. There's actually a midweek set of fixtures. Before we play Celtic? You've got the small... Or Hibs. This, the small deal of uh, a, a Hibs, No, that's fine. We'll beat Hibs at Tynecastle. Celtic are at home to Dundee in the midweek and Kilmarnock yes. uh, play Rangers. So, so th this is... this is, this and is Livingston, Motherwell's the... Right, right, game. okay. So this this is what I think... This is what I would like to see happen. Then it's Hearts-Celtic on right. Sunday. Hearts go and beat Rangers next week at Ibrox. Motherwell gets something against Celtic. I'm not saying beat them, but, but get something. What are you basing that on? Right. S Rangers then go to Kilmarnock midweek when we play Hibs at Tynecastle. Right. Kilmarnock gets something against Rangers, and that's not out of the realm of possibility. Kilmarnock are beating Rangers at Exactly, that's my point. And then we beat Hibs. Oh, wow. I mean, and then we get Celtic at Tynecastle. I mean, th there's a lot of ifs. Well, well, no, no. Are you, are you, like, Hearts have already gone to Parkhead and beat Celtic. We went to Rangers when they got that penalty to win the game. We were in it, and we had chances to win that game. We were 1-0 up with the last 10 minutes to go. Are you telling me, go and be, I'm, be, I'm being honest, but I'm being serious here. Do you think Hearts are not capable of getting a win against Rangers at Ibrox? Oh, they're capable. Right. That's my point. Whereas in but the past, you would say I, no chance. In, I, the past, I, I think, in the past, you would have went no chance. We didn't but get but I also there. think Rangers are looking pretty strong. Yeah, but I think Hearts, with, with nothing, no pressure. You, you, but just to clarify what you've just said there. Hearts are in a title Hearts, race. Hearts need to go to Ibrox and win. They then need to beat Hibs at home. They then need to beat Celtic at Tynecastle. Something it's possible. Which, which they don't do very often. But it's possible. The way we're playing, I think if we win our next three games, this is my opinion, if we win our next three games, Hearts are in a title race. Okay. I, I, 
I mean, you're not. I mean, Hearts are not in a title race. Producer John! Producer John, because we're talking about Hartsey and they were brilliant against uh, Motherwell. Shanky scored another great goal. Can Uh I have my happy dance music, please? Oh, really? Go on, put it on. All right, okay, here we go. The camera, the camera. Oh, there we go. Oh, no, that's follow. Follow what you're doing, you prick. Right, sorry. Go on, I need to do my happy dance for Hearts because see, every time I do my happy dance, it's good luck for the Jambos. So if I do my happy dance, we'll get a win against Rangers at the weekend. My hand slipped there, Ewan. Go on, mate. You ready? Yeah, go on. We're in a title race. Beat Rangers on Sunday. Saturday evening. We're in it. Ben Hibbs. Big Celtic a week on Sunday. If you can So brilliant, well done, Hearts, and um, that's a happy dance, and hopefully that can that um, good luck continues for them. Okay, okay, let's move elsewhere then. And Aberdeen two, Hibs two on Saturday. Good game. It was a pretty decent game actually. And uh, Neil Warnock gave Nick Montgomery his debut, professional debut. For um, that's a good start for Sheffield United. Well, who, who well I don't, you, I, I don't know that? if it's true. It's written down in front of me, so was, it might was, not be was true. Nick Montgomery a player. Yes, of course he was a player. He played to be Sheffield United, I'm sure. Nick Montgomery? Yeah, of course he did. What position did he play? He was a midfielder. Is he? He's got a Scotland cap. Shut up. Scotland under 21. Has he? Nick Montgomery? Yeah. Nick Montgomery was given... The Hibs manager? Given his debut by Neil Warnock in the year 2000. It was a good game, actually. It was a good game. A couple of really uh, instant VAR decisions, which we'll get to. Yeah, we'll get to that. So, seven league games without a win for Aberdeen, though. Um, only lost two of them. And it's going to be tight for the top six. So Dundee beat Ross County 2-0 on Saturday. They're in pole position at the moment. But Hibs play Dundee at Easter Road on Saturday. Huge. Massive game. Uh, Aberdeen are away to Kilmarnock on Saturday. So they really need to go there and win, which is obviously not going to be that easy. Um, Neil Warnock. I'm increasingly... Can he be arsed with the coverage that Neil Warnock's been getting in? Because, let's be honest, right? Neil Warnock is treating this as a jolly. He is. Neil Warnock is treating the Aberdeen job as a jolly. You don't think he's taking it seriously? No. His pre-match and post-match interviews, all the journalists are fawning over him. They're like, oh, Neil, aren't you amazing? So funny. You're so funny, Neil, and you're so witty. And off the cuff. And that's fine if you're winning matches. So far, the only team that Neil Warnock has beat as Aberdeen manager has been Bonnie Rig Rose at home in the Scottish Cup. And they had chances as well in that game. And they had chances as well. It wasn't that an impressive performance. They need to start winning. Aberdeen need to be in the top six of the Scottish Premiership. Neil Warnock, undoubtedly, like, is a highly experienced manager. I think he's obviously a really good man manager. Um, you know, he's signed Junior Hoylett, in the, uh, a guy that he knows well in the last sort of week or so. Uh, so maybe he'll make a difference. I think he came on and made a difference on Saturday as well. But Aberdeen, as it stands, are not going to get in the top six. Dundee beat Hibs on Saturday. It's done. There's eight points. There'll be eight points behind if Aberdeen don't manage to beat Kilmarnock and Dundee beat yeah. Hibs. Then that means Neil Warnock has failed already. Where's Aberdeen playing Kilmarnock? At Rugby Park. Oh, do you not agree that some of the coverage about Neil Warnock has just been a wee bit sickening? And he's playing up to it. Of course he is. He's loving it. 
He was brought in to get Aberdeen in the top six. That's why they made the change, because they want to get in the top six. They want to be playing European football next year. But I'm like you. I think they are struggling to get in the top six. And even if they do get a result against Kilmarnock... They're away to Kilmarnock. They've got St. Johnson in the midweek. Then they're away to St. Mirren. And then away to Dundee. For me... Pers- I mean, it, me- doesn't, it doesn't matter how many quips and wee jokes that Neil Warnock makes. They need to start... Winning. Getting three points on the board. For me, if I was a betting man, I think that Hibs are favourites to get into the top six. I know that Dundee are in pole position right now, but I think Hibs at Easter Road against Dundee is huge. And I agree with you. If Dundee do win that game, that's it. I think they've secured their place in the top six. That's why I think Hibs will win it because they know it's last chance saloon for them. They have to beat Dundee at Easter Road if they want There's to have any ambition. five points between... Dundee and Hibs and Aberdeen at this yes. moment. So Hibs have to win, and I think they do. And I think if Hibs beat Dundee, then Hibs are red hot favourites to get in the top six. Because I think their fixtures are a bit more. What's the word I'm looking for? A wee bit more kind. So yes. Hibs at home to Dundee, then it's the Derby as we mentioned at Tynecastle, then they're at home to Ross County. When? Then they're away to Ross County. When? Then they're at home to, uh, to Livingston. When? See, that's for me. That's nine points. That's nine points in those three games. So, yeah, I think it's huge. I think it's one of the most significant games in the league this weekend because there's so much riding on it in regards to the top six, and I think Hibs will get there. Aberdeen are going to miss out, which then means that um, Neil Warnock has failed in his stint as Aberdeen manager unless he wins the cup, but he ain't winning the cup. No, the... Play Kilmarnock in the quarterfinals. And I wouldn't rule out Kilmarnock beating Emmett Pitodry. Uh, speaking of Kilmarnock, obviously drawn with Celtic on Saturday. We've not really spoken about spoke about the Celtic side, but in terms of Kilmarnock, another cracking result. Oh. It seems that Derek McInnes has just totally got Brendan Rodgers' number. Do you know what really surprised me about that game? I, uh, Celtic had all the possession, but then I was watching sports team. They put up the stats. Do you know that uh, Kilmarnock had more shots on target and that Joe Hart made more saves than, their, than, than the Kilmarnock goalkeeper? I was the win. Kilmarnock just, have only lost one of their last eleven league games. But I, I was mighty impressed watching them in the highlights. Um, they were brave, and Derek McInnes talked about it in his uh, his after match comments. To be fair, Kilmarnock, the draws have killed Kilmarnock this season. Yes. They've had ten draws. Hearts have only had three. Yeah, Kilmarnock have lost the same amount of games as Hearts yeah. this season. It's the draws. It's the draws that have killed them. But Dent McInnes has done a wonderful job there. And at the time when Hibs were looking for a new manager, we were on this podcast saying they've got to look at Dent McInnes. They have to look at Dent McInnes. And I even touted Dent McInnes for hearts after, um, before Naismith got the job. McInnes is a good manager. And from what I'm hearing, the players love him and they love working for him as well. And he's, he's built something there where they've got a belief now, look at the results against the old fans here. I think he's built a really yeah. strong squad. Strong, strong squad and a brave squad. And well done to Derek McInnes and Celtic. Uh, sorry, and uh, Kilmarnock. Uh, I thought they thoroughly deserved their draw at the weekend. Uh, Celtic, on the other hand, are... They, I mean, I guess Brendan Rodgers in his press conference last week pointed to the fact that, you know, they haven't lost a game in a while. No, they haven't. They're um, playing, they're poor though. But What's happening to Matt O'Reilly? See, since that Atletico Madrid rumour, mm-hmm. he's just went right off the ball. He's never in games, no, you never see him. He's not He's not as influential as he once was. I don't know if his head's gone. Um, it's, I mean, the fact that Celtic have let... I mean, Rangers have gone on a great run, let's be honest. But the fact that Celtic have beaten Rangers twice this season... And still and behind. Re- and yeah. still behind Rangers. 
Says that something is is not quite right there. I mean, obviously, Celtic's back four, back five, and I've said it about Joe Hart for ages, even though he made a couple of decent saves on Saturday and kept them in it. Um, but their back four is just appalling. I, I, I read the other night there that Celtic spent £22 million on four wingers and two centre-backs. And the two centre-backs are Lagerbielka and Naroshki. Yep. 7.3 million was spent on just those two players. They're definitely not Brendan Rodgers' signings because see if they were his signings, he'd be playing them, right? They're not his signings. They've been forced on him and he doesn't find some. He doesn't rate them. And I just wonder whether there's some sort of standoff there and it's causing problems behind the scenes because Rodgers going, they're not good enough for me, I don't want them. That's why he's playing Scales and he's playing Welsh. I mean, it's a, it's a, a bit of a risk to take because if Celtic don't win the league this season, Rodgers is going to get sacked. I, I can't see him surviving. surviving. I really can't. But the so board, but, so but it's, Celtic, it sounds like a, but a, a Celt- silly game to play. Celtic have already announced that the boy, is it Lowell's son? Peter Lowell's son, who's part of the recruitment team, mm-hmm. he, he's leaving at the end of the season. Why does he just not go now? I don't know, but he's leaving at the end of the season. So there's clearly problems behind the scenes there. The fans are restless, the fans are upset, and they've got every right to be for because because see Celtic, they're one of the best run clubs, not just in UK football, but in European football. They're Financially. A, that's what I'm saying, but I'm talking they're a brilliantly run club. Financially, they're in a brilliant position. I think they're, they're a brilliantly run business is probably, I would clarify. Club suggests that everything else is ticking along business, very nicely. Yeah, yeah. And I guess before Celtic fans come at us as well, they'll be like, oh, we've won, you know, 10 out of 11 titles or whatever it is, 11 out of 12 titles. But, I mean, Celtic should not be in this position. No, they should be, to be honest with you, they should be light years ahead of Rangers. They have to be. They should be. And to, to, for them not to be, that's what's And now upsetting. they're in a title race with hearts as well. <laughs> which is just incredible. Um, right. Let's, uh, Go and clip this bit up. Because see, at the end of the season, when hearts finish second to Rangers, it'll be the best day of my life. Would you not prefer just to win the league? I mean, I, I, I get that obviously you've got your two teams there at the top. Uh, oh, no, see how you've twisted that. Well, you, you just you said... You just twisted that. Wait the now. You just said... No, you twisted that. <laughs> no, I don't know. The way you suggested. No, no. Because you saw John as my witness. You said no. hearts finishing second to Rangers would be the best day of my life. You did say that, Ewan. I didn't mean it in that sense, though. Mm. That, no, because you were you were, you were were saying about how hearts are in a title race mm. with Celtic. Wouldn't you prefer hearts to win the title? <sighs> you said yeah. that Rangers, Rangers finishing first and hearts finishing second would be the best day of your life. You said that, not Because we were talking about Celtic. If we got ahead of Celtic, that would be amazing. You said it would be the best of your life, but not, I mean, obviously not ahead of Rangers. You wouldn't want that. <laughs> I don't. You wouldn't want Hearts finishing ahead of Rangers. Everyone knows what I was meaning. Everyone knows what I was meaning, because that means, that means we'd be in the Champions League qualifiers. The mask has slipped. The mask has <laughs> slipped. Mate, I'm sat here in a Hearts scarf, yep. Hearts hat and a Hearts strap. Aye, exactly. Exactly. Try to throw you off the scent. Uh, Livingston won St Mirren. Now there's life in the Livy Lions yet, is there not? No. Yes, there is. They're, they're, gone. Only, they're only three points behind Ross County. Ross no. County got beat again at the weekend. Don Cowie, second defeat in a row for him. Livingston beating St Mirren. We'll get in the VARWTF in just a wee second. Um, but Livingston are only three points behind Ross County. Now, yeah. fair enough, Livingston still might finish 11th. I don't think... They'll finish 11th or 12th. I thought, I'm not yes. going to disagree with you there. But I, I would fancy Livingston against... 
Wraith or, you know, okay. Morton or any of these things. I'm, I'm going to ask you right now, and I want producer John on this as well, so the three of us can have our opinion. As it stands right now, mm-hmm. who's finishing 12th in the Scottish Premiership? I think, I think Livingston will get out of it. No, I don't think I don't think they'll get out of the bottom no, it's two. Who's, who's, who's finishing 11th? Who's finishing 12th? Who's finishing 12th? I, I'm still saying I'd, Livingston. I'd go Ross County. Oh, are you? What about you, producer I, John? I think I'm with Stephen. I think Ross County. I think they they went th- out in January. They got a lot of loan signs and bringing that team together. And I think Martindale was just going to rally that team. Yeah, as he does. I mean, it was a big survivors. win for them. It was a big win for them at the weekend. Tell you what was a bigger result. The one previous to that, that midweek game when they came back to draw two two with Ross County. That yep. might be the game that. Um, Gets them out of it, but I still think Livingston will get relegated. But hey, Ross County do have a game in hand over Livingston as well. I would say, and in saying that, if Ross County win their game in hand, they're actually only two points behind St Johnson, yeah, and be that fine. drags them in as well. St Johnson will be fine. So there we are. There's the uh, Premiership done and dusted. Massive game on Friday night in the Championship. It finished. Wraith Rovers two, Dundee United one. We have a title race in the Championship. We don't. Cameron. We, we I mean, we don't. do. I mean, I know. I know the table. Ray, would suggest Ray, we do. are a point behind Dundee United. They've beaten Dundee United twice in our row now, as and they're well. still behind them. And yeah, they're, they're still behind them. them. Right. So just to clarify, <laughs> Hearts are thirteen points behind Rangers, but find themselves in a title race if we win our next three games. Race Rovers are a point behind Dundee United, <laughs> but are not in a title race. Explain. <laughs> You, you need to stop this because you're making me look like an idiot. Well, no, and I'm sick of it. You're doing it yourself. No, no, no I'm not. Ray, we're, just, we're having conversations Ray about... Wraith have had their best season in God knows how long, decades. Right. And they're a point behind Dundee United. They've still got United to play Doesn't again. Matter. Yeah, Tannadice. No, they'll, they'll get pumped. Where they beat Wraith Rovers listen, and Tannadice. Listen, uh, they beat let, Dundee United listen Tannadice, let them have their fun in the sun just now. They're enjoying themselves because they beat Dundee United... Um, on Friday night, and they didn't deserve to beat Dundee United. Dundee United should have won that game. They were far the better side. So Wraith Rovers got their got their a wee bit of excitement, a wee bit of joy. Well done to them. Congratulations. Yeah, you've pulled it back to a point. You're still not going to win this league. You're going to remain in the championship. They're not not got a chance in the <sighs> playoffs. Not a chance. No, they're not going up. Wraith Rovers will not go up. Clip that for me, as, as for your social media thing. Wraith Rovers will not be getting promoted to the Premier League this season, or ever. Yeah, I mean, you're doing the motivation for Wraith Rovers here. Don't need to, because they've just done the motivation to every other club in the Premier League with the way they conduct themselves on social media. How do you mean? Because they're classless. You're talking about the tweet with the... With a sliding challenge. They're just classless. That's all I'm going to say about Wraith Rovers. And um, I hope that they get absolutely get their ass kicked. Okay. Well, there you go. That's More on the-, the Dundee United. Because I want the Dundee Derby in the Premier League. And I want Wraith Rovers to stay where they are. Well, because Falkirk are coming up. Dunfermline will be in the Championship. I'll be yeah, big for a really good uh, league. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, right, yeah, Wraith Rovers are a point behind Dundee United now. And um, yes, uh, regardless of what Ewan Cameron says, there, there is a title race on. And um, Dundee United are home at Queen's Park on Saturday. Wraith are away to Air United. Uh, Scott Brown's Air United, who managed to beat Airdrie 3-2 on Saturday as well. So Air United up to fifth, uh, four points behind Morton, who drew with Queen's Park 0-0 on can, Saturday. Can we, just, can we just commend Scott Brown? What a job he's done since he's come in there. He's yeah, done really well. 
He's done all right. He's done good. Mm. He went to Ibrox. They played well. Unlucky. They got beat. They got beat, but I'm just saying in a general sense. I, I, I think there's there's a long way to go, and it's really tight. So, Air United are on 29 points. Dunfermline are in ninth on 25. So, there's only four points separating fifth to ninth. Yeah. So, it's really tight. And that's why I'm not complete panic stations with Dunfermline yet. Look at Dunfermline's form, Stephen. Jesus. Dunfermline will be fine. Shut up, John. Yeah, John, who asked you? <laughs> who asked you? Go away. Back in your box. Shoo, until we speak to you about League One stuff. Um, this is big boy business in the championship. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, Dunfermline's form is extremely concerning. Um, but you're still six clear of our broth at the bottom. You're fine. We're going to win at some stage. Oh, you'll be fine. We're going to... Like, Dunfermline are going to win four, five, six matches between now and the end of the season. Correct. And that'll probably be enough. Yes. I would imagine. Uh, Inverness 3, Partick Thistle 3 uh, on Saturday as well. So what a game in the Highlands. Inverness doesn't really do much for them. Same points as Dunfermline. Uh, 25 points. Queen's Park dropped down a place. 27. Airdrie dropped down a place as well. See, Airdrie have had a decent, really good season. But there they are. They're only three points away from the relegation playoff. So yeah. It's going to be really tight right to the end of the season. I think Dunfermline will be fine. They will be. Hopefully bring in another experienced player this week. Sign Chris Kane on loan from St. Johnson last week. Made a big difference on Saturday by all accounts as well. Um, so we'll see what happens. Dunfermline play Partick Thistle on Friday night at Furhill in the Friday night football. Let's drop down into League One. Now you may speak, Producer John, because Falkirk have won the league. I'm confident no. enough to say it. No. They're 11 points clear of Hamilton right. having beaten them 3-2 on Saturday. Falkirk clinging on with their fingernails at the end, obviously, Boy, as well. And uh, that was enough for Falkirk to seal the league. It's They've won right. it now. And if, if they, they win their game in hand against Montrose tomorrow... They're 14 points clear. Falkirk have won the league, John. Congratulations. Congratulations. No, I'm, not, I'm not getting drawn into this. It's not won until it's mathematically possible. Well, I mean, I think it's pretty much done. I mean... It's over. It's There's over. a lot of games to even, even John McGlynn can throw it away from this stage. <laughs> it's done. Uh, it's totally done. Falkirk have won the league. Still unbeaten this season as well. Um, only dropped uh, points in five matches, five draws. Well done. And won the rest. You know when are four teams in Europe that are unbeaten this season? <laughs> aye, but you're in f you're playing amateur teams. Uh, so um, they were Leverkusen and PSV. That's aye, all I'm that's saying. It's yeah, yeah. very good, John. Um, so well done for Falkirk for winning the wee Diddy League One, and um, that's them going to be back in the Championship next season. Annan giving themselves a wee fighting chance of avoiding the relegation playoff. They beat. Uh, Sterling Albion 2-1 on Saturday so that drags Sterling Albion in uh, just a wee bit they're on 22 points and, in, and Sterling are on 26 Edinburgh City getting a very very late equaliser against Queen of the South 1-1 the it goalie the scored it was the keeper it was the goalie that scored uh, for Edinburgh City on Saturday so 1-1 it finished there elsewhere uh, Kelty Hearts were 2-0 down against Montrose got back to 2-2 and then Montrose went on and won 4-2 uh, so that's Montrose up into fourth place uh, Cove Rangers again getting beat on Saturday. They are in a shocking running form and it's coincided with Fraser Fivey not being fit. So I think that shows you how important he is uh, for Cove Rangers. They got beat 4-1 by Alwa. So we'll see what happens in terms of the playoffs. Right, Potis is our man when it comes to League 2 and he never misses a game despite being very, very busy at the moment. And obviously he can't mind whether he has had his breakfast or not. Joe Biden, how you doing? Come in, Joe. You know, Stephen, that Airdrie's supporting pain in the ass. Donald Trump has been giving me a hard time lately, so it's great to just get away and watch some league to action. The steady juggernaut keeps rolling, rolling like Limp Biscuit, though that's to draws in a row for the Warriors. It was a Desmond 
against Elgin, but what about that result for Spartans? They were 1-0 down and scored the goals in injury time to beat Stranmer away. Petter Heed couldn't make up ground on the Warriors, with an entertaining 3-3 draw against Forfer after coming back from 3-0 down. Elsewhere, Jobby McCall finally got a win as his Clyde team beat Dumbarton and Bonnierig were beaten to nil by East Fife. Anyway, better get away and deal with world crisis. Catch you on the next one, dudes. See you later, Joe. Cheers, Thank you Joe. very much. Thank you very much for your input, as always. See you before we move on to VARWTF. <clears throat> yeah. Um, can I... I just need to talk about this boy because I watched him at the weekend. And with the Euros coming up, I think... We're, the closer we get to it, the more we're going to be talking about players that are going to be in that Euro squad and how well they're playing. I want to point out one player in particular, and he's in Serie A just now. But Lewis Ferguson of Bologna, who's captain in the club, I watched him in the last couple of games that Bologna have won, and they beat Lazio away at the weekend by two goals to one. He is outstanding, and he's that good that four of the big clubs in Italy, your AC Milan, your Inter Milan, your Juventus and your Romas and that, are all wanting to sign Lewis Ferguson because of his performances for Bologna. Did somebody uh, mention transfers? <laughs> I think they did. So it's time to talk transfers with Lewis Ferguson. Maybe, maybe going to one of the big boys in Italy. Of course, Juventus, they play in Turin. Mm-hmm. AC Milan... Again, they play in Milan. Internazionale, Inter Milan, they, they play in Milan as well. And Roma, famously, of course, in Rome. Where do you think he's going to go, Ewan? What a player he is, Lewis Ferguson. I remember his dad. His dad's called Derek. His uncle's called Barry as well. You heard of him? I have. Barry Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Derek, yeah. that's his dad. Okay, right. Don't know what his mum's called, though. No. Lewis Ferguson is giving Steve Clark a headache and the big boys in Italy want... Um, there's Better get all- some aspirin for that, Stevie boy. And there's a number of clubs in the Premier League who are also looking at Lewis Ferguson. I mean, the good news for Aberdeen is I think... I've just had Dave Whelan on the phone. <laughs> he wants to sign him for Wigan. Exclusive here on uh-huh. the big Scottish football podcast. Uh-huh. Aberdeen, I think, I've got a 20%, 25% sale-on clause. 20%? 20%, there yeah. you go. I just wanted to point that out because I've watched them the last two games. And that means if he got sold for £100, Aberdeen would get £20. Right. It's all about the maths on the show. Uh-huh, right. Right? Okay. Do you want some more transfer news? I don't really want any more transfer news. I just wanted to talk about Lewis Ferguson. Let me talk to you about Minge. <laughs> Did you hear about Minge over the weekend? I'm talking, of course, about Janina Minch, <laughs> who signed for Wolfsburg women's team until 2027. There she is. I don't know if you can see this. Um, I've got a photo of a Minch on my phone. Don't know if we can if we can see this. It says Minch 2027. You what about that, you? Uh-huh. It's a good sign for them. What do you know about Minch? <laughs> Minge, 2027. Send a new contract for 2027. Yeah. What a deal that is. Unbelievable. Okay. 
Yeah. A cracking signing, you can say. <laughs> can we just go to VARWTF? Absolutely not. We'll talk more about Minge. <laughs> Did you not have an experience with Minge for three days in Abu Dhabi in a hotel room? <laughs> Un- a sensational signing, Minge. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. I thought there was something fishy about cheers, that deal. Cheers, Jim. Cheers, Jim. Thank Do you it, very much. Which is what you're going to VARWTF, please. Go and play that. Right. Play. Okay. Moving on. See you later. Bye, Jim. Bye. Bye. Minge. Bye. La gente esta muy loca. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Okay, VARWTF. There was a few dodgy decisions at the weekend as far as I'm concerned. Was there? Yes, there was. Go Let's on, start then. with Aberdeen versus Hibs. David Monroe. Handball against Nicky Devlin, oh, not yes. given. Yes. How's that not a penalty? That's a penalty. Like it's a penalty every day of the week. Why didn't even look at it? Didn't even look at it. Like ludicrous. Yeah. Not much uh, more to given, say. given what I'll come on to in a wee second in terms of the the Rangers, the second penalty, um, which was given as a handball. How can you not give the Nicky Devlin one? Like this, this is what we've been saying about the handball rule. There's no consistency whatsoever. Should have been a penalty. What, to have... No, it's, it's not. That it, we, we all know it was a penalty. What bothered me is they didn't look at it. But they didn't, didn't even look at it. So there was also David Marshall clearing out Miofsky, punched the ball. This is mm. another classic. Mm. This is a classic. If that happens, I know if it happens anywhere on the pitch, and it's really lazy to say that, but cliched. It is cliched to say that, but keepers do this all the time. They wipe out players, and because they've got the ball, they're like, oh, that's fine. If It doesn't matter now, though. That should have been a penalty as well. So I guess it's sort of evened out in the end, in the end, and the fact that they both weren't given. Well, no, I, I mean, I think I think the Miofsky David Marshall one is a flip of a coin. Mm-hmm. If the referee given the penalty, you would probably have not really grumbled. Keepers get away with a lot. But did he not get the ball first? It doesn't matter though. He's like if you tackle somebody and you get the ball first and you follow through and break their leg and break their leg, it's a red card. So you think that was a stonewall penalty? I thought it was a penalty. I thought okay. I, so I mean, both for your penalties. Both were penalties. I think for me. I think the Devlin handball hundred percent. I'm I'm sitting on the fence with the Miofsky one. Now this didn't even go to VAR. I don't think. No, it didn't. Celtic Kilmarnock. Stephen Welsh and Marley Watkins. Mm. How's that not a penalty? Mm. He catches them late. So they, they looked at that on sports scene the other night there, and they, they even then they're going, ah, Welsh might have just got his toe to it. Might have. It, but it's, it's hard to see, mate. I, I know, I know, I know. I, I don't, it, like, it was a viewing, penalty. On first viewing, I thought it was a penalty. On but second, third, fourth, fifth and sixth viewing, it was a penalty. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I did watch on sports scene last night. I rewinded it a few times to have a look at I it. I think Celtic got away with them there. I, I, I think, Stephen, that when you're not 100% sure, you can't give it. And I think there's an element of doubt. But we can disagree. We can nah, agree to disagree on that one. It should have been a penalty, come on, like, in my opinion. Nothing doing in the Dundee match. Uh, Hearts, Motherwell, foul on Stephen O'Donnell just before the Vargas goal. Wait, what, for the, the second uh, goal? The, yep, in the build-up to the goal. What, no. Is that even on your bit of paper? Yeah, it is on my bit of paper. Producer John gave you that? You did. He thinks that's a VAR thing to discuss. Well, listen. John, that's pish. There's okay. nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, Livingston won St Mirren nil. Ewan Anderson was the referee. So David Carson uh, caught the St Mirren player. I mean, I thought it was incredibly soft. What are you talking about? The Livingston-St Mirren game, St Mirren's penalty. Now, they missed it. No, it's, I don't think it's soft. It's really soft. It's not. I think I th- he makes co- makes contact. And oh. he, and 
Uh, I think, I think, yeah, there was contact, and then the guy just threw himself to the ground. I thought it was incredibly soft. You don't want your player hitting the deck when I don't there's contact want, made. I wouldn't want when, my player when, cheating, no. when when Because like, that, that was not enough to bring that player down. It just wasn't. It was pathetic. It shouldn't have been a penalty. It didn't matter anyway because they if, missed if, it. If you're walking down Socky Hall Street and somebody taps you like that in the leg, you're not falling over. You're right. But yeah. this is football, and if you feel the contact, go I th- down. I thought it was, I thought it was a poor decision. And uh, yesterday, obviously, um, a couple of instances VAR. Uh, the first penalty. Don't think there's any complaints about that. I, uh, con- my, con- Considine my, on Sterling. Joe, Joe, my biggest complaint is it took so long. Forget that. How does the referee not just give it? Well, yeah, the I referee's mean, right behind it. How can he not just give that? I, that's I, my that's my biggest issue. Is the referee didn't deem that a penalty? Stonewall penalty for the first one. Second one, he hands it. I mean, the, the shots on goal and the shots on target. He's not even looking at the irrelevant. Irrelevant. I I, I think he's, he's unlucky. Out, I think he's, he's unlucky. His arms out direct and traffic. If, if you're not giving the Nicky Devlin one, then you can give that one. He's his arms out. So, so how come the Nicky? He's bringing in a jumbo How come the Nicky Devlin one wasn't given then? Again, it's, it's cons- well, we just both said it was a penalty, so that had to be a penalty yesterday. Well, yeah. Oh no, you mean from a consistency point? Consistency, of view, yeah, 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 yeah. If you, if you're that, that's can- what's annoying. Yeah, but I I, I, I do think yeah, but the rules of the game it was a it was a penalty absolutely, I, but I think he's unlucky. Yeah, I. I for me, the biggest issue there is just how poor the referee was. He didn't even see either of those incidents yeah. when there were clear penalties. Was, uh, yeah. And if it I was, mean, and, particularly but, the first one. And, and that's and that's actually a good example of why VAR works because the referee missed both Stonewall penalties. Do that you not, for me is an issue. Do you not think though, and you see it in the Premier League quite a lot as well, I think referees hold off giving decisions. Scared. To give the decision, they, hopefully they, somebody goes. Oh, I think you may go that wrong. Gives no, them an out. It gives them an out. Yeah, um, that's a good shout. And I think that's more to do with it than the fact that good VR's shout. there to clear it up. Good I shout. think all things being equal, like I mean, how he can give the first penalty for Rangers yesterday? I'm not entirely sure it was a stonewaller, but the uh, yeah, just bizarre. Anyway, uh, let's that's move on. You're listening to the Big Scottish Football Podcast. The Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Right, start, stop, sell then. It's our version of Snog, marry, avoid. You need to decide which one of the three options you would start, which one you would sub, which one you would sell. So it was Bond uh, last week, the week before. This week, since it was Valentine's Day last week, yes, um, we decided three of the greatest love song proponents yes. of all time. George Michael, Barry White, proponents, and Adele. I don't think I've ever used that word in my life. I don't know where I I, I pulled it from, um, but I did it anyway. Ronnie says, no brainer, play George. Wham bam, thank you ma'am. Sub Barry, because he's out of shape unless you play him in goals and you'll not get the ball past him. And sell Adele, because she's depressing and pish. How dare you? EK Bear says, sell all three and buy Queen. Mm. Queen don't do love songs, do they? Not really. Uh, Stephen says, uh, George Michael starts due to being a total legend. Barry White subbed on for some weight up front and ditch Adele to the MLS. Paul says, start Jordy. Uh, sub the walrus and sell Adele. Her songs would make you phone the Samaritans. Depressing as hell. At least George and Barry have some upbeat songs. I've got, I've got all of Adele's albums <laughs> and they are sensational. <clears throat> and if you set the right mood... Then Adele is perfect that. for that. Okay. And Paul. You, throw, you throw a little red handkerchief over your lamp in the bedroom and you play Adele on your a smart speaker and it sets the mood. 
I think that's truly one of the most horrific things you've ever said in no, this podcast. Um, start Jordy, sub the one. Oh, no, I've done that one. Uh, Barry White starting easily. The walrus of love himself. Sell Adele because it rhymes and she's a rocket. And Bench George, that's from RJ Demon. And Stripey Blue says start George Michael because he's an absolute legend. Sub Barry White for some classic soul and sell the whiny Adele. So based on your votes, we are starting George Michael. Yeah. We are subbing Barry White yeah. and we're binning and selling Adele. Thank you for these. Okay, right. Don's Mad 81. After Valentine's Day, please make the next Star Subcell a superheroes theme. I like that. Batman, Superman, idea. and Spider Man would be an interesting debate. Is that what he suggested? That's what he suggested. What was the three again? Batman, Superman, Spider Man. Batman, Superman, Spider Man. Is there anyone else in the Can superhero? I just say I don't think Batman should be classified as a superhero because he doesn't have superpowers? No, he doesn't have superpowers. He just has a lot of money. It's like Iron Man as well. Same kind of deal with him, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of money. Well, but to be fair, no, fair Iron Man's got some sort of nuclear heart or something, is he not? Oh, yeah, he does. He have does have that. that. Yeah, but he made that himself. He should, well, he should get more points for that, if anything. Uh, maybe. So, we're doing superheroes this week? I think so, yeah. Are we not deeming Batman as a superhero? He's one I, of my I, guess, I guess he could be, because he is a he's hero, a, isn't a, he? A, a, a hero. The only, a... the only problem is, if you put Batman in, this, the debate might be dominated by the fact that he's not actually got any superpowers. Whereas Superman undoubtedly has powers. Spider-Man has yeah. got loads of powers. Yeah. Spidey yeah. Sense and all the rest of it. Okay, so we'll pick somebody else instead of Batman. Are we doing Superman and Spider-Man then? I think Superman and Spider-Man kind of have to be there. Yeah, they're Kevin. Well, they yeah. don't have to be there, but... Well, they're the two... I mean, they're, you know, they're up there. Yeah. The Hulk? Mm. I don't... I've never really liked the Hulk. Well, let's not pick the Hulk then. I've never really been a fan of his. Right. So we're definitely sticking with Superman and Spider-Man. You could go for... Who Cap else would you like to throw in? Captain America? Nah, I can't stand Captain America. I actually oh. think the Captain America films are very good. They are good. Winter Soldier was good. Yeah, very good. Um, which I think is Thor. superheroes. Thor? Thor's good. I mean, Thor's a god. Wolverine? Nah, nah, nah Wolverine. Deadpool? Deadpool. Nah, nah. 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 Mighty Mouse? No. Ant-Man? Batfink? Nah. Ant-Man's shite. Ant-Man is shite. It's so bad. It's so, so bad. And I don't like uh, him either. Any of the Fantastic Four? Nah. Nah. Magneto? He's a super villain, though. No, nah, he's a villain. Nah. Right, we're not, we're not, we've done our villains, so we're, we're going for heroes. Um, I, th I think it's going to... Who did you say? John? Uh, Wolverine? No, no the, the one, one before, before Wolverine. That? What did you say again? You said, oh, I. Yeah. What did you say? What did you say? You said somebody before Wolverine. I can't remember who it is. Thor? Thor. Thor. I yeah. has to be Thor. He's a god, though. Is he a super? I guess he is a superhero. Well, he is a he superhero. Is a superhero. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I, think, I think those are the three. Right, so we're going for Thor, Superman, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Obviously, Spider-Man would be good in goal. He'd just make a web. That's a good point. See, this is this is what we and then the balls are just going to bounce off the web. That's what we do it for. So it's at Big Football Scott. It's superheroes this week. It's Thor. It's Superman and it's Spider Man. Superman. Start sub cell. Way, so would Thor with his hammer when he shoots the ball with a hammer? Would it break the net? Or would it just break the ball? Or would it, or, or would it break? He, he might have too much strength. Would it? Would it break Spider Man's web when he's covered the goal? See, I think it would. Anyway, that's for you. Exactly, exactly. Start, sub, sell. That's a good one this week. Start, sub, sell. Thor, Spider-Man, Superman, 
It's at Big Football Scott. You can leave your comments on YouTube as well. Thank you very much. And remember, you can get us on Facebook and Instagram. Just search for the Big Scottish Football Podcast. You can also subscribe on our YouTube channel. Please do so. We've got our own wee video section. Just search for Clyde One Super Scoreboard on YouTube and you'll see our videos uh, on the video section. And of course, you can listen to Clyde One Super Scoreboard every single weeknight. I think it'll be busy tonight, to be honest, on Clyde One Super Scoreboard. It's on from 6pm. Gordon Duncan, take your calls on 0141 951 1025 on the rest of the week as well and of course myself and Ewan are on the rest of the place on Saturdays from 2 o'clock with a big Saturday football show on 4th 1 West FM TFM MFR and North Sound 1 so you can hear us wherever you are across the country and we'll be with former Hibs and Aberdeen player Steve Kevin as well right uh, we're actually we, we're very late for Jose this week so he might not answer so let's Jose 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 very late for Jose this week let's see if he's going to actually answer the phone fingers crossed he did answer last week and we were this quite is, late this is a lot later yeah they were very late this week I mean we're 30 minutes late yeah the person you're calling I knew it hi it's Jose can't have my phone right now leave a message leave me a message thank you <laughs> it's on another even, line even his voice just leave your cool. message after the tone when you're done press hash or just hang up Jose baby it's me Ewan Stephen, how you doing? Big Scottish Football Podcast. Uh, we've we phoned you really late. We're late this week. Sorry, Jose, but we know you're probably. I yeah, don't know. We're, you're very late today, so I, d- I don't need to speculate what you're doing. No, but, um, we'll phone you again next week. Yes. Okay, Jose, have, have, have a great week. Have a lovely day, my friend. Okay, and bye-bye. a great week. Bye, bye, mate. Bye, Jose, 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 Jose. Right, Scottish football's even harder, hardest question. I hope somebody's got it right. So, this has been going for weeks and months and months and months. What is the connection between Scotland's most expensive footballer and Dexie's midnight runners? Key McLeod uh, says, Ollie Burke is the nephew of Kevin Rowland, lead singer of Dexie's midnight runners. Nephew? Uh, Dell says, can it be as simple as Ollie Burke celebrating a goal to the song Come On Eileen? Good shot. Uh, Dave Trump 101 says, Ollie Burke wears number 45. The Celtic Soul Brothers by Dexie's went to number 45 in the charts oh god Pandora Bateman Kieran Tierney's Spotify has Dexie's Midnight Runners at the top thinking out the box uh, Bad News Barton says Dexie's Midnight Runners had a picture of Jockey Wilson up when they were once on top of the pops Jockey was from Kirkcaldy where Ollie <gasps> Burke was born that's brilliant very good that's research right one. I can tell you somebody's got it right it's a Jockey Wilson one it has to be that's brilliant somebody's got it right I'm going to pass it over to you and Cameron it's signed and sealed yes it is same so, envelope from when was this the 8th of January jeez this has been running since the 8th of January running since the 8th of January I think it's a Jockey Wilson one that's a brilliant um, bit of research so I wrote the answer down on a bit of paper it's in there Ewan is about to read it out once he can work out how to use that okay can I just read it to myself first mm-hmm. I mean I'm <gasps> oh, read, that is brilliant. I mean, it. it is really good. Right. The answer Oliver Burke is Scotland's most expensive footballer. Total transfer fees 32 million, is it? Mm-hmm. 32 million. He was born in Kirkcaldy, same place as Jockey Wilson, whose walk on music was Dexy's Midnight Runners. That's epic. That's epic. There we go. Bad news, Barton. You are. Correct. You don't win anything for it. We'll be back with an even harder, hardest question next week on the show. Let's move straight on to the quiz, shall we? 
So, in case you missed it, John, I did win again last week. I did hear that. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, what is it? Is it 19-5? I believe 19. so. I mean, come on, you... Um... Don't give me... Don't do that to me. Right, you're patronising me now. Right. Come on, well, you. I'm, not, like, I'm, I'm not a five-year-old, you know, mate. I'm right, not a five-year-old. Okay, year old. right. Well, I was going to give you some... Offer some help to you. I don't want your help. Because, you know, we had the listeners suggesting maybe Steam should start minus one. I don't I, want help. I thought we could offer you some lifelines. No, I don't want lifelines. Do you not want lifelines? No, no. I thought also no. perhaps... I don't, we, we, no, no, even no, you don't... You don't need, no, I don't... Because you know what? If I win... People just say, oh, it's because you got some help or right. because you got a lifeline well, or because you got this or John's a bit sympathetic right. and he feels sorry for you. I don't want any well, of that. Well, football clearly isn't your thing, Ewan, right? Shut your face. So, like, I thought we could do, like, film questions for you and football questions for Stephen. If you already, if you've, I've not done that, but I think it's for week, next week. Yeah, can I get movie look questions? At, look at his little eyes I, light up at that. Can I get movie questions next because I'm an expert when it comes to movies? I'm a, I, can, are you happy with that before we start today's quiz? <sighs> Fine. I mean, yes. I'll, I'll still win. So you get football, I get foot, I get movies. Right, it's Done. You, it's you to call. Call it. Heads. It's oh tails. my God, I keep losing that as well. So I'll go first. Go. You go first, Stephen. Yeah. Yes. Oh. And by the way, just to clarify, penalty shootout style, I'll go first, you can go second. Yes. Vice versa, vice versa. And um, top, big, top question. big question is worth two points. I can use that at any point. I generally don't need to use it, though, because I'll just get all the questions right. Yeah. Okay, all right. Here we go. With the big questions. <coughs> right. Which MLS side did Georgius Giacomacus move to last season? Atlanta. Atlanta. Straight in there. How final did you answer. get that so quick? Final answer. How did you get that so quick? It was Atlanta. How did you get... Because I knew it. I'm going to Atlanta in a few weeks. I can't wait. You? Yeah. No, I can't wait to get questions I'm on Toy Story next week. Atlanta and Nashville. Why are you going there? Just for uh, I'm signing for Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Big George. Yeah, that's you over there. Yeah. there you go. Who right, cares you about your life? Just move on. Uh, he scored yesterday, but which country does Rangers Mohamed Diamandi have under 23 caps for? Ivory Coast, final answer. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh my God. Oh, look at his face. Look at his face. Look at his face. Right, Stephen, for you, who was the manager of Hearts before Robbie Nielsen's second spell at the club? Who was the manager before his second spell? Daniel Stendhal, final oh, answer. No. Oh, how did you get that so quick? It's rapid today, oh, isn't it? Come on, come on, keep the pace up. Right, I thought you were going to say, there. Yeah, go on. Which Scott has scored the most goals in the English Premier League this season? Which Scott has scored the most goals in the English Premier League this season? McGinn or McTominay. It's one of those two. It's not Ali, it's not Big Burnley. Oh my God, it's McTominay or McGinn. McTominay, final answer. Oh, final answer. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, what is the name of Peterhead Stadium? Balmour. Oh my god! Is it? I've never got that. Shit, how quick are you? I've been. Oh, I you? like this, this is quick this week. There's no good. tension. Is that a good stadium? Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. fine. There's a weather spin. It's just from the corner. <laughs> That's right. There's name, by the way, there is name S in the day. I like this pace, boys. Go Come on, on you. Come on, you. Go on. Who's St Mirren's top goal scorer this so far in the SPFL this season? St Mirren? Yeah. yeah. St Mirren? Yeah. yeah. <gasps> St Mirren? <sighs> St Mirren? Yeah, I'm playing black and white, Paisley. Oh, St Mirren? Play, used to play at Love Street. Oh, 
now play at a stadium we don't know the name oh of. my god I don't know I genuinely don't know this <laughs> I'm going to great see when you say the name it's going to, I'm just going to kick myself I'm just I'm <laughs> such a roller and such I a know. roller with it as well I, if it's any consolation had you won the toss and gone first, you wouldn't have got my question right. You yeah. wouldn't have got the Peter Head one. Nah, so. I, I, I genuinely don't know. I'm going to have to move on. I'm sorry, I don't know. I wouldn't even just have, have a stab at you. Just say a name. Somebody that plays with St Mirren. Because then at least you've got a chance. I can't think of the strikers that they've got up front. It doesn't need to be a striker. Just say anyone. I'm going to go with... <sighs> Come on, you. Is there somebody coming from midfield that scored loads of goals? Oh my god! I'm going to go with Jamie Langfield. <laughs> <laughs> the goalkeeping coach! The goalkeeping coach, Jamie Brilliant. Langfield. Oh, who is it? Put me in my misery. Marshall has saved! Langfield to save. I don't know this, actually. Mikko Mandron. I would never miss the that. penalty at the weekend as well. Never go. Go. Oh, so he did. Yeah. Big tall lad as well. Stephen, how many times have Hibs won the Scottish Cup? In their history? Yep. Oh, good question. Ooh. In their history, mate. Famed for not winning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know they've won it twice, at least. But is it only twice? <clears throat> I will go... Hibs have won the Scottish Cup three times, final answer. Three times, final yeah. answer. <laughs> that, that was called an educated guess because I knew they'd won it twice and I thought they've probably won it another one. So the last time they'd won it before the, the one just there against Rangers was 1902. So you just had a wee guess it. But the one maybe yeah. just after being... Yeah. Oh, God. I thought you were going to say twice. Right, you need anyway, to get this one right, you know. Right, you top in. Oh, shit. Yeah, I need to get this right. Ewan. Yeah, go on. Who was the first manager to be sacked in the Scottish Premiership this season? Michael Beale, final answer. Michael Beale, final answer? Yeah. And Marshall has saved! Who was sacked before him? Wait, no, no, don't tell me, don't tell me. Wait, I'm, wait, trying, wait. To, I'm yeah. trying to work out. Uh, was it Stephen McLean? Lee Johnston. Oh, Lee Johnston for Hibs. Did he before Beale? Yeah. Right. This I think is Lee Johnston went and then Michael Beale was like... The if I get this right, like then you, you... I've lost. You've lost. You can't even win from a top bin. Oh, you can't even draw level from a top bin. No. So, fire the question at me, John. I've got to agree. What is Inverness Cali's mascot? What, do you want the name or do you want the... Like, what is it? As in, like, how nuts the squirrel is a squirrel, for example. Yes. Right, okay. It's surely... Don't get this right. Is it like the Loch Ness Monster? Because <laughs> if it's not, they're missing a total... They're missing a trick here. I'm going to go Loch Ness Monster. Oh, or Loch Ness, Nessie. Or... I'll go Nessie. Right. Because oh. if it's not, then the Inverness Caledonian Thistle Board have a real decision <laughs> to make here. Because it really should be. I'll go Nessie, final answer. Final answer, Nessie. <laughs> of course it is. Oh, uh, Lionel Messi is the Inverness Cali. Yes, Lionel Messi. Yes, there we go. And I'm not going to give you the pleasure of me having a meltdown because people are enjoying the meltdown, so you can go fuck yourselves. I'm so, not giving you the meltdown. It's 25. Right. 
See you next week. You're going for film questions, you. See you next week. I'm getting movie questions. And that's when the fight back begins, right? So it's 25. So, so we're, we're, ha we're having I'm, to change the quiz completely. No, we're not. Because you're no, so shite at the no, football no, version of it. I'm, I'm probably better at movies than football. And uh, can I just... Um, like Scottish can, movie can I, podcast. Can, oh, I'll be there now. I've got a better idea. What? I've got a better idea. Right. Why don't you prepare a movie set of questions and a sports set of questions... But then we still flip the coin. <laughs> who gets what? And then who gets what? Okay, One or two. Okay, okay, and only you know who it is. Um, so I'm going to end the podcast the way we started the podcast. Who are you looking at? Right. That's a good way to end, I think. Uh, who are you looking at? No, that's it's, not who you're looking at. What is it? You talking to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, you talking to me? Thank you very much for bearing with us on the Big Scottish Football Podcast as ever. I've been Stephen Mill. He's been Ewan Cameron. Uh -huh. We are back next week at the usual time. In the meantime, you can leave your comments on YouTube at Big Football Scott. There's Ewan's bag Shut if you'd up. like to look at I'm it. I'm just it's getting ready to leave. It is a very shite bag. And it is Clydeland Super Scoreboard on YouTube if you want to search for us there. Of course. I've got a nice new fragrance. No, you're all right. You can leave your comments there for Start Sub Sell. I'll be back as well with another get that away from me another Scottish football's hardest hardest question uh, enjoy your Isn't week nice? we're back next week that's lovely that's fucking stinking <laughs>